0: Hello and welcome. I'm Kevin Thompson and this is the Basic Bible Podcast. And this week we're joined once again by the one and only Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to be here. You know, I uh, I like talking the Bible and I like talking with you.
0: And you'd like to talk and talk. And talk. Okay, so all right. I'd like Our, to talk and talk. We are really, really trying to keep this into a, a one episode podcast. We're talking about angels. And if there's one thing I learned, Ray, I'm going to test you on this. Mm -hmm. So, what just happened?
1: An angel just got their wings. Yes, an angel (laughs) got their wings
0: according to my favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Wonderful Life, which I found out. According to our Facebook group, that is not everybody's favorite Christmas movie. In fact, I think I was the only one who voted for that in our poll. That would
1: be number two in my list. My favorite is A Christmas Carol with Alistair (coughs) Sim as Scrooge, but uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Usually those two movies I... I have to watch. I didn't make it this year. I fall asleep during yeah. "It's a Wonderful Life." Real easy.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we we are talking about angels, and that's one of the. There's there's so much out there, so many false beliefs about angels, and I don't think it's like a, a sinister plot, but it, it's it's naivete, it's ignorance, mm-hmm. and so we want to clear up some of that ignorance here today, and so we are talking about angels, and so let's define our terms. What do we mean by angels? What's that term mean?
1: Well, I think the primary thing, angelic beings are uh, created beings that God created somewhere, you know, before or after mankind was created. Probably before, as far as their their creation, we're not told an awful lot of how they came to be, other than that they were created. But we're introduced to them often in the pages of Scripture. Typically, they are messengers of God. They're also warriors of God. I think that's uh, made clear throughout uh, Scripture that, and the Apostle Paul talks about our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And and the thing with that, I mean, I think that's a reference to demons, but it's hard to, you got to start out with the fact that the angels and demons were all angels at one time. Right. And apparently, this, they must have had free choice uh, yeah. in order to choose to rebel against God. That was uh, the, the chief angel at the time, Lucifer. Well, let's get into Satan. that on our, our next we podcast. Will. We're going to talk 100%.
0: about demons. So, right. here's a preview of next week. Okay. I'll uh, talking about demonology. And we do agree, you and Arminian, me a Calvinist, we do agree that there was free choice, there was absolute mm-hmm. free will there. But let's get into that next time. We'll get back to angels. We are talking the the basic definition or the basic meaning of the word is simply a messenger, right? Or a minister of God, someone who is on a mission for God, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Grudem in his systematic theology, and by the way, it's interesting uh, doing the copious prep work that I do for each and every episode here, looking at some systematic theologies. Not everyone includes sections on angels, and in fact, I was right. trying to think of the last message I heard about an angel. That's probably some of the reason why there's so much ignorance here, but I'm, I'm getting off topic because mm-hmm. we are going to do this in one episode. <laughs> um, Wayne Grudem, in his book, Bible Doctrines, which is my kind of go-to book, uh-huh. uh, defined angels as angels are created spiritual beings with moral judgment and high intelligence without physical bodies. So we're talking basically about spirit beings mm-hmm. who do the work that God tells them to do. Yeah. is basically mm-hmm. the idea
1: yeah and it, well it's interesting without physical bodies and yet they appear to humans right. often right. um sometimes the bible talks about angels as uh, initially as men for instance uh, genesis 18 when Abraham, um, this is before he was Abraham, Abram had three visitors come to him. One is described as the Lord and and the other two in the next chapter, chapter 19, I think I've got my chapters right, where the two men that were with the Lord go and they are angels that are there to judge Sodom and Gomorrah for their, their wickedness. They, they certainly appear as men. Right. I mean, the men of Sodom want to uh, have their way with these two visitors, yep. and uh, Lot is reluctant to do that. In fact, offers up his virgin daughters uh, yeah. to prevent the sodomy. <laughs> that's where the word comes from, right. uh, from happening. And you know, and there are other times when we see angels obviously we have angels in the new testament are appearing to mary gabriel gabriel is often mentioned in the midst of the the birth narratives of yep. christ with zechariah and, and uh, mary and others and then we we also hear of michael the archangel i think when i think of michael i think of warrior yeah i think of gabriel i think of messenger you know, that's And those, I think there's more than just those two, but those are the two that we have right. names In fact, for. those
0: are the only two, outside of Lucifer, which we'll talk right. about next time, yeah. those are the only two names we actually have mm-hmm. uh, of angels. And then we even within that, we have Michael the archangel. And so we see there are, there is a hierarchy somewhere right. within that. We don't have too many definitions, but we, we see the term... Archangel associated with Michael. And you said warrior. We can go back to the book of Daniel and see Michael at at, at battle there. We also see that, again, in the book of Jude.
1: Right. Uh, Battling Lucifer.
0: Right. And and that's not typically what we think about. Sometimes we think about angels. You think about this very soft image of a feminine-looking Creature with a white robe and wings. Mm-hmm. You don't think about Flying the warrior, and... right, <laughs> or harps or whatever. Yeah, yeah you don't think right. the warrior type, except if you saw. I don't know if you saw the the Bible doc, not the Bible document, the Bible miniseries ad on A and E a couple of years ago. They I, pictured yes. the uh, the two angels at Sodom, and they could best be described as ninja angels, which I thought was just kind of cool. Which is the only part of that I really that really stood out to me. Anyway, yeah. that's a, that's need to hear nor there. So uh, we talk about some relevant scriptures. We already mentioned a few, but the book of Hebrews comes to mind. We're talking about angels, and the book of Hebrews is constantly referring back to Christ, how Christ is greater than any other being, any other thing. And one of those things, he's compared that with with angels. Verse 6, and when again he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him of the angels, he says, He makes his angels' winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and and, and so on. Mm -hmm. So he is better than the angels who are referred to in verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits Mm -hmm. sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So I think that 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 verse there, Hebrews 1.14, kind of really sums up what an angel is and what their their job is. Mm
1: Mm-hmm yeah I think that uh, the the whole you know having a message from God is just one more way that revelation comes to us and I, and I'm not saying that I've had an angel appear to me,
0: sure except for me well you yes yeah. you
1: you and your kids i mean right. your kid, and your wife you know they're yeah. all you're all angels but <laughs> but no the the thing is God has chosen so many different ways to reveal Himself. Now, I suspect that we have entertained angels unaware.
0: Right, and that's again Book Book uh, of Hebrews.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes things happen. You you run into somebody and you don't ever see him again, and you, know, you you assume that that's a human being, but maybe it's not. Right. I think one of the one of the things in our Modern culture, uh, modernity, and the scientific age has really done havoc with the the sense of mystery and yeah. and just not knowing or you know leaving the supernatural realm open right. to a possibility in life, and uh, so angels, you know, did intervene often in scripture, right you got angels appearing at the, the, um, the resurrection of Jesus. You've got, angel, you got an angel that rescues Peter from prison. Right. Uh, and Peter thought he was dreaming, but somehow he ended up safe and unharmed outside of yeah. the prison cell. And so that even opens up the possibility of guardian angels.
0: Right, and that's, and that's an interesting topic. The whole issue of, of, of guardian angels. I wrote that down here. And there are some passages that seem to suggest that... I, I'm not willing to go as far as to say this is a scriptural co- concept that you can uh, bet the bank on, so right, to speak. Right. But there are... Psalm 91, 11-12, through 12, Matthew 18, Jesus is talking about children, speaking of their angels. Mm-hmm. Acts 12:15 seems to hint around at that. So... Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to say I have a a personal angel for Kevin Thompson who's sitting over here, but at the same time, I don't feel like I can rule that out completely.
1: Well, and just think, I mean, I know there have been times in my life that I could easily have died in an accident of some kind. And how how many times, you know, I'm glad I don't know, because there's probably a whole lot more times than I realize. But God is protecting people... And what's to say that he's not using angels for that?
0: Right. We can't... I think as conservative evangelicals, we get nervous when we talk about these things. uh, Because we don't want to seem too charismatic or too... Because we all know there are some people that it just seems like everything is either an angel or a demon. And it just seems a little weird. But there's no doubt in scripture there is a spiritual realm out there yes there is spiritual warfare going on mm-hmm. and there is a, a a spirit world that we don't have a lot of information about and that's probably a good thing and that and there's probably reason why god in his word hasn't given us a ton of information about that but it certainly is there hebrews thirteen i've been kind of referencing and this is where i i feel like we can talk about this it says, let, uh, verse 1, let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Mm-hmm. And so they are there. It's not so, something that we talk about a lot, it's not something we feel comfortable about. But this isn't like, in my mind, this isn't like a, a debate about spiritual gifts or speaking in tongues oh, or one no, of no, no, where no, no. No, maybe no, no. that stopped at some point but we have no there there there's nothing in scripture that suggests that angelic act, and activity has somehow stopped or was only for a certain period of time right um it's there we're just as as sister says we're unaware
1: yeah i remember years ago now we had i was pastoring a church down in central illinois and had this lady who really wasn't as old as she looked she was really weather beaten and mm-hmm. just and she was writing A bicycle, and she had her possessions with her, and she was—I forget where she was going from and going to. But it's like we took her in, we let her stay overnight, you know, and and then I helped—I drove her past a certain part of the her next uh, part of her trip. And you know, I—I thought about her, and it's either it's either you know I see Jesus there, or it was an angel. Or is just a human, but what's to say that there's not an angel with her, helping her, guiding her, whatever, protecting her on this trip? And that opens up the possibility of of guardian angels. I really think that there's a a lot of validity to that. The, The problem comes when we start thinking humans become
0: angels. Right. That's, I... Uh, well, let's get to that in a second. Okay. I want to, before right. I get to there. Okay. I, I'm, I think I'm doing a good job reading you in so far.
1: And, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm making a conscious effort, and you're doing, and you're doing more of the talking.
0: <laughs> We're going to get into dangers to avoid for a second, but before we move on, I do want to talk about, we talked about a hierarchy of angels, mm-hmm. different angels. We have the archangel Michael, who is, by the way, the only archangel given that title, the only angel given that title in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've gotten to some debates with some people about there are hundreds of archangels, or I have no idea. Uh, I can't say. The only thing I can say for sure is Michael is one. Yeah, But there are other mentions, uh, uh, other titles given to angels. Cherubim. In Exodus 25, we see that on the Ark of the Covenant, there are two cherubim there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Genesis 3, guarding the, the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. the flaming sword. And then you have the seraphim mentioned in Isaiah 6. Uh, this is one of the most fascinating passages of Scripture to me. When you walk into the throne room of God, there's Isaiah. And above the the Lord is the seraphim praising him, holy, holy, holy. And I think that's another aspect of angels that we could get into, the idea of worship. Oh, yeah. Const-
1: uh, we- it seems like constant worship. The New Testament talks about when one sinner re- comes to repentance yes. comes to Christ the angels in heaven rejoice right. 10000 you know i mean there's so many references to angels yeah. in scripture that i can't say they don't
0: no they don't exist well you know th- we're we're this is just a couple days after christmas as we were recording this and there in luke 2 mm-hmm. you have an angel of the lord that's a whole different topic we can get into the angel of the lord mentioned in the old testament but the angel of the lord appears to the shepherds And declares that Christ, the Savior, is born. And when at that very declaration, all of a sudden, the sky is filled with a host of multitudes of angels, Mm -hmm. all praising God, glory to God in the highest. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's a key activity of angels is is worship. And then finally, the living creatures in Ezekiel one and Revelation four, which is to me the most perplexing view. Uh, If you ever had the time to read through Ezekiel one, Ezekiel is there by the river Shabar, and he's looking up and he sees these four creatures, and the description there is—I have trouble even picturing Mm -hmm. Uh, it—but it's certainly not the angel with the harp and the wings and whatnot. So, right.
1: Well, the thing to remember about Ezekiel and Dan and portions of Daniel and Book of Revelation—they're apocryphal literature. So the way we interpret that is What well, what we
0: mean by apocryphal literature.
1: Well, it's very symbolic literature. Usually it has some meaning that the original audience would understand better than you and I right. would.
0: And uh, I don't want to say that because you say apocryphal, I think some are thinking apocrypha. No. So okay. we want to distinguish that. Right,
1: right, right. It's it's a literary genre that is used in the Bible, just like prophecy is a genre, letters are a genre uh, history is a genre. Poetry is a genre. Right. Proverbs—it's it's, its own genre. Parables. So we're not saying
0: Ezekiel and Daniel are don't believe don't belong in the canon of Scripture. No, we're saying no, they're they're highly symbolic, and you have to be able to recognize that to interpret it
1: properly. right. And do some, you know, either trust people who have researched these things or do the research yourself, right. instead of just taking everything in Scripture literally. I, I, that's a, that's dangerous, and yet that seems to be by a, w- by that we mean yes. like
0: a, a wooden literalism, right? Cause I, I do believe in interpreting scripture literally, meaning interpreting it as it was meant to be, be interpreted. interpreted, right? Um, exactly. You know, we we do have to acknowledge symbolism, Idioms. you know, literary devices, yeah. uh, things like that. Well, let's yeah. get back to the topic about yeah. angels yeah. Yes, here. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into uh, dangers to avoid, and you mentioned one of the top ones. I think that somehow when we die we turn into angels. Right.
1: Yeah, and uh you know and that's portrayed in it's a wonderful, it's life. A wonderful life. yeah. Uh, Clarence was
0: an angel second class.
1: An se- angel second class mm-hmm. but he was a human being at one time. He's you know back in the day right. of Tom Sawyer and yep. whatnot. And so so he became an angel. I mean that's that's Hollywood for you. That's that's pop culture for you. That's just It's just not the way uh, angels are portrayed in Scripture. Now, we see them as humans, uh, typically males when when they're seen in Scripture. But the thing is, it's it's more... The Bible says something, too, about the fact that humans are created above angels, and that angels are somewhat... Sort of jealous, almost, because they don't understand well, the, the joy that they express when humans come to repentance and accept Jesus Christ. Angels don't don't. Well, have Hebrews that tells us
0: that we are made a little lower than the angels. Yeah. But in the, in the sense of, right, we have a redemption that is never mentioned or associated with and the angelic beings. Right. I think another danger to avoid is this idea that we give them too much credit we don't worship angels. Mm-hmm. We don't. We shouldn't be too preoccupied. We should absolutely acknowledge their existence because it's in scripture. And if it's in scripture, we ought to recognize that. Right. But if we get too preoccupied with that, we we let them eclipse what their main job is to point us to God. Right.
1: And, and anything that becomes something that we worship more, or in, not not just more than God, but in spite of God, or instead yeah. instead of God becomes idolatry.
0: So we've had in the past, when I was a kid, I used to watch Highway to Heaven mm-hmm. uh, with Michael Landon and more re- not more re- uh, more recent, but in the 1990s, you had Touched by an Angel, which wasn't that bad of a show, but all of these can kind of, when the focus is on the Angel and not on the Angel's yeah. boss, uh, we get into some dangerous territory. Well,
1: yes, that's true. Though Touched by an Angel did do a good job of giving credit to God and saying, you know, I'm an angel, I'm sent from God, um, I have a message for you from God, mm. you know, so the uh, person that was behind that, Martha Williamson, was a Roman Catholic and did a pretty decent job of staying true to angels and even threw in some demons mm. from time to time, And and the point of all this talk, though, is it's a cosmic battle that we don't see. Right. That, that we have to stay in, t- in tune to the fact that there's stuff going on. Our enemy is not flesh and blood. Our enemy right. is not Putin or, uh, Trump. for s- some people, Donald Trump mm. or, or Hitler or Mussolini or Stalin or any of these oppressive people. It's what's behind that evil that is what we have to be concerned of and one thing's for sure gratefully we don't have to go to battle on our own right um, i
0: think of the passage in oh in kings and it's, it's driving me nuts because i can't think of the exact passage where elijah elijah excuse me or no it's elijah excuse me is surrounded by the syrians oh yeah, yeah and his, his helper there said, oh no, what are we going to do and Elijah prays and says Lord open the eyes of this person all of a sudden he sees that as Elijah said, there's more on our side than on their side yeah. and he sees this great host of angels mm-hmm. protecting them one more danger to avoid uh, and, and, and to say that is, again, we can't see it that doesn't mean it's not there Right. Another, and I, I want to emphasize this uh, a danger to avoid false doctrine and I say that because Galatians 1 is very clear where Paul says he's talking about the one and only gospel. Right. He talks about a gospel that is not a gospel, and he says anyone who preaches a false gospel is should be anathematized, a curse. He says even if me or an angel from heaven gave you something different, then no, you, you believe this correct gospel. And it's interesting because we have two major cults or false religions started on Revelation from an angel, supposedly, of right. Islam. The angel Jibreel mm-hmm. or Gabriel mm-hmm. supposedly gave these revelations to Muhammad. Mm-hmm. And Mormonism. Joseph Smith says he got these golden tablets. From uh, the
1: angel Moroni. angel Moroni.
0: And yes. so, yeah, even if somehow, if you were to have seen an angel, everything, everything, every doctrine should be checked by Scripture. Yep. Scripture is our standard. The Word of God is our standard. And if you have some sort of angelic message, well... Maybe it was angelic, but just not the side that you're thinking of.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's what we're going to get into next week. Right. So for application, how do we make this practical? Well, I think the thing that jumps out to me is not, okay, go look for your angel. Mm -hmm. But Hebrews 13, 2, we just talked about entertaining angels unaware. But what is that in the the context of? It's in the context of hospitality. (laughs) So again, let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, thereby some have entertained angels unaware. So I think an application of this is be hospitable, be yeah. loving to each other. Treat
1: other people, well, it's the golden rule actually, yeah. you know, treat other people like you would like have them to treat you. Right. To be considerate, to be kind, to be loving, to to go the extra mile with them, to to basically do what Jesus taught us to do and showed us to do yeah. and wants us to do. Uh, you know, there's so many Christians who are, and I mean, you know, there are times when, in the past, when I've been this way, where I uh, we do a lot of infighting uh, yeah. over issues, and and then the world sees us fighting all the time, and they're wondering what in the world's going on. But instead, to be not just with other believers though either to be hospitable, to be civil, to be caring and and interacting with those who don't agree right. with us. In fact. In the midst of that, who knows what God will do in yeah. that?
0: Um, well, let's let's wrap it up there. Yeah. Final question. Ray, do you have any other resources, books, or anything that you would recommend for people to dig into this subject a little deeper?
1: Well, if you're into fiction, Frank Peretti has done some interesting work on the whole angel-demon mm-hmm. thing. Some of it might be a little bit far-fetched, but a lot of it, I think, you know, it Could it could be that it works that way. This Present Darkness and Piercing the Darkness are uh, two two uh, books that have similar characters. I've I've enjoyed those. Um, I think Billy Graham did a book on angels yes. at one time. I don't know if I haven't really read it. It's somewhere in the house. Huh. <laughs> and you had something listed, didn't yes. you? Yes.
0: Again, by the late now late R.C. Sproul. A little book, Unseen Realities, Heaven, Hell, Angels, and Demons, is a good little intro to the topic. In terms of systematic theologies, the two I found most helpful when covering this topic, the Moody Handbook of Theology by Peter Enns, excuse me, Paul Enns, has a good chapter on this which was really helpful, and my go-to Bible Doctrines by Wayne Grudem, I found extremely helpful as well. Alright, well we're going to wrap this up and we actually did it in one episode we're, we're a couple minutes over, but hey, hey. That, that's a victory in my book uh, <laughs> with Ray. So thank you all for listening don't forget to check out our website www.basicbiblepodcast.org go ahead and give us a great rating on iTunes, share this with your friends check us out on Twitter at Basic Cast. until next week have a great rest of your week